Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so fired up. I feel so energized and rejuvenated. I took a little bit of time off. It was my birthday last week. Andrew and I took a day out to go into Toronto, which is a very close city from where I'm at. And we had some really good food. We were just hanging out by the water and by the boats. And I am such a simple person. Like all I really need to be happy is good food, good company, good weather, and just being by water. It just makes me feel so relaxed, so calm. And so we did that. And then this past weekend as well, too, we went to a very local resort just two hours away. And again, we went uh, by the water. We went paddle boat riding. Um, we just walked around by the water. We had good food. We, wa- we got a good swim. There was an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We got to go to the beach. So I'm feeling really recharged. I'm also feeling very burnt. (laughs) I uh, am a little bit on the red side, but um, all in all, very excited to chat with you guys today about releasing food guilt. And the reason why I'm super excited to chat about this is there's a lot of women who I work with who know very well that they have to release food rules. They are so ready to end their binge eating. They're willing to do whatever it takes. And they know that releasing food rules is going to be imperative in their journey to finding food freedom and ultimately ending binge eating. And when they release the food rules, they start to no longer feel the impulse to binge. They're feeling more free around food. But oftentimes there's still a little bit of guilt with eating certain foods, especially if, you know, you've taken those foods out of your diet for so long and then now you're introducing them back into your diet, there could still be this mentality that you're eating bad foods, right? Or you're eating foods that you shouldn't eat. And I want to give you three tips, three strategies of what you can do in order to release that nagging guilt because I know how frustrating it can be and I know how long the guilt can kind of like marinate in your mind for, right? You can still be feeling guilt after eating something from like a week ago. So go ahead and maybe even take some notes if you're listening to this podcast. Um, It's going to be really, really helpful, really, really beneficial. Um, So without further ado, let's just go ahead and dive right in. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. 
hello everybody. Just getting ready for Instagram as well too. Hello, hello. What is going on you guys? I'm so pumped. I am actually doing a group breathwork session today and I'm really, really excited to be leading it. Um, some of you guys know I'm in my facilitation course to become a breathwork facilitator and I'm so excited to be doing breathwork or facilitating breathwork today for um, some amazing women. So really excited about that. But today I wanted to chat about food guilt and I want to provide you with three tangible tools that you can use when you're feeling guilt, whether you had a piece of chocolate, I actually just had chocolate before this and I was about to film and I had chocolate all over my mouth. So thank God I checked before I came on live. Um, but whether it's feeling guilt for eating a piece of chocolate or eating too many carbs or eating something that maybe is not on your diet plan or maybe something that you think is quote unquote bad, I want to share with you how to release food guilt because I know how much guilt sucks, right? I know how much it feels really uncomfortable to deal with. There's a lot of regret. There's a lot of frustration. Um, a lot of the times we beat ourselves up. And a lot of the times we we know what we need to do and we just don't do it or we just don't listen. And that's when we feel the guilt. That's when we feel the shame, right? So let's chat about it. So the first tip in releasing food guilt is understanding what is your relationship to guilt? What is your relationship to guilt right now? So like I was mentioning, a lot of people think that guilt is a bad thing, right? And oftentimes we associate guilt with doing something wrong or being bad. But what if we instead stop looking at guilt as like this bad thing? And what if we started inquiring? What if we started asking questions? Why is this guilt here? What is this here to teach me? And perhaps the reason why you feel guilt around food is because you have these food rules. You have rules of foods that you deem as bad, that you deem as off limits, foods that you feel like you, te you tell yourself you can't eat. And of course, anytime you tell yourself that you're eating something that is bad, you're going to feel guilty. It's, it's feeling like you're doing something wrong. And this is why I absolutely hate cheat meals. I hate it. I hate when people say, I eat super clean all week and then this weekend I'm going for a cheat meal over the weekend. You're literally setting yourself up to feel guilt because just think about the word cheat, right? When somebody cheats in a relationship, that's not good. When somebody cheats on their diet, we feel like it's not good. So change your relationship with the word guilt and start inquiring why you're feeling the guilt. Don't just sit there and be like, oh, I feel guilty. Ask yourself why. Maybe you're feeling guilty for eating fruit because one of your friends is doing keto and she's not allowed to eat fruit. So now you're telling yourself that you can't eat fruit because you're, you're not allowed to have it. So inquire, ask questions and change your relationship to guilt. Stop looking at it as something bad and start looking at it as an opportunity to uncover why you're having guilt in the first place. Okay, the second tip that I have for you guys is to state the facts 
versus the stories. And what I mean by this is asking yourself, like, what is a fact? What is true? Okay, so maybe it's true that you ate too much chocolate and now your stomach hurts. That is a fact, right? You feel yourself, maybe you're really full, your stomach is hurting you. That is true. Like, that is a given fact. But the story that you might be playing in your mind is if, you know, I'm going to forever eat too much, I'm addicted to chocolate, I'm going to gain a bunch of weight, right? That can feel like a fact, like it can feel really, really true, but it's not true. It's really just a story that we keep replaying in our mind over and over and over again that can feel really true. It can feel like our reality, but it's not our reality. It's just a made-up story in our mind because we're in fear mode, right? We're feeling guilt around food, and we enter into fear mode. We feel like we're going to forever gain weight. We're going to forever spiral out of control. So state the, the fact and then state the story. So another example can be maybe a fact is, um, yeah, you know what? I ate when I wasn't hungry. Like I knew I wasn't hungry. I knew I didn't need anything to eat. Maybe food didn't even sound good for you, but you chose to eat anyways. That can be a fact, right? That is true. How many of us eat when we're not hungry? Many of us do it, right? That is a fact. Maybe the story, though, that's not true, and maybe you're just thinking about that it's true, is that you can never eat when you're not hungry. That's not true. But maybe, again, you're thinking about dieting, and you, you think, like, I can only eat when I'm hungry. That's not true. It's, it's diet culture that is creating these rules for yourself. So create the fact, state the fact, and then state the story. And you're going to catch yourself, right? Like I said, you might think that there's a lot of things that are true, right? Maybe you keep on self-sabotaging with food and maybe you feel like you're addicted to sugar and you feel like that is a given fact, but because you've struggled potentially for so long and potentially have all these food rules, it's going to feel like it's a fact, but really it's just a story, Okay, there's just a bunch of conditioning, um, a bunch of diet rules that you have in your mind. Okay, so again, state the fact and then state the story. And when you do this, you might also start to notice that what you think is true is not even really true, right? Like I said, I kind of reiterated that. But anyways, that's the second tip. The third tip that I have for you guys to release food guilt is to focus on doing just one thing that is going to make you feel good. I can't say this enough of how many people feel guilt, right? Let's say you just had maybe some chocolate. I always use this example of chocolate because a lot of the women that come into my program feel like they struggle with with chocolate. So maybe you had too much chocolate and oftentimes we get into like that screw it mentality, right? Well, I was going to go to the gym and I might as well not go to the gym because I ate too much chocolate. Or I, you know, was going to go for, I don't know, a massage, but like, what's the point? Or I was going to go for a walk, but like, what's the point, right? We get into that screw it mentality and we don't progress. Like we, we don't take action in the right direction. 
we kind of just say, screw it, I messed up, I'm going to start fresh tomorrow. I'm going to start fresh tomorrow with eating better at my next meal. I'm going to start tomorrow with going on my walks. I'm going to start tomorrow, I'm going to start tomorrow, I'm going to start tomorrow. But instead of waiting until the next day or waiting until the next Monday, why don't you just start at that exact moment and choosing one action that's going to make you feel good. So maybe something that makes you feel good is going for a walk. Maybe something that makes you feel good is putting on music and dancing your butt off. Maybe something that makes you feel good is shaving your freaking legs, you guys. I don't know about you, but when I shave my legs and I put moisturizer on, I feel freaking incredible, right? Maybe doing your hair. Maybe doing your makeup. Maybe taking, uh, I don't know if I said a hot shower, a hot bath. Um, maybe that is what makes you feel really good. Putting on some comedy. Like what is going to make you feel good? Because if you just stay stuck in this guilt, it's just going to marinate and it's going to make things work. So you need to take inspired action. And I know this is really, really hard when you're not feeling up to it to do something that makes you feel good. But you need to be courageous. You need to take courageous action despite how you feel. I was telling my clients in the academy the other day, I said, if you just try to take action based on how you feel in this exact moment, you're probably not going to take inspired action, right? If you're feeling tired, you're not going to want to go for a walk. If you're feeling bloated, you're probably not going to want to eat a salad, right? You're probably going to have that screw mentality. So instead of taking action based on how you feel in this moment, which is full of guilt, take action based on how you want to feel. You want to feel good. You want to feel energetic. You want to feel light. You don't want to feel bloated. So what is that action that you can take to get you to that place of feeling good? Okay. And remember you guys that taking a hot bath and putting on some music and dancing it out and all these things aren't here just to distract yourself from not feeling the guilt. Like you want to feel the guilt, right? It's important to, to feel through our emotions and not just bypass them. You want to feel through the guilt, but you don't want to stay there. You want to feel through the guilt and then say, okay, all right, guilt, I see you. I feel you for sure, and the action that I'm going to take to make myself feel better is, and then choose an action, right? Because it's going to create a ripple effect. And the next time that you potentially maybe eat something and maybe you're, you know, maybe you're like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that, the guilt isn't going to be as strong because you felt through it and you know that there's something else that is going to make you feel better, Right, so do what you know you need to do, despite and uh, despite how you feel. So, as a summary, I'm going to sum that up. The three tips to help you to release food guilt is number one: change your relationship with guilt. Stop viewing guilt as something bad and start asking, "Why is the guilt here? Okay, what can what is this guilt here to teach me? Okay, number two: start stating the facts." versus the stories. What is true in this scenario and what feels true but is not actually true. It's just a made-up story. And then number three, take one action, one inspired action that's going to make you feel good. Some of the things that make me feel really good is sipping hot tea, 
no matter if it's the summer or not, it just calms my body. It just makes my body feel so good. I love getting outside in nature. Um, I love taking a hot shower. Um, I love just moving my body. And like I said, in those moments where you feel guilt, maybe you're really full or you're just stuck in this guilt, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to want to do something good for yourself. But I promise you, this is what you need to do. You need to take that inspired action. So hopefully you guys found this extremely helpful. I always would love to hear your biggest takeaways. So feel free to uh, send me a message on Instagram. Let me know what your biggest takeaways were and take something from this, right? What is, what is an action step that you can take from this? What tool are you gonna take from this to start implementing into your life? Because I say this all the time, knowledge is not power you can hear all the things you can hear all the things that you need to do but if you don't actually implement them nothing is going to change so just maybe choose one thing from this episode that you can start implementing something that you can start doing as soon as you finish listening to this all right that is all for today thank you guys so much i hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll chat soon bye you guys